Hello, and welcome to the Three Wheel Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Tommy Ryan here with me. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Danny. Let's get the sock stuff over with real all quick right, here. Man. All right. You've yeah, probably nice. seen these. I have seen those. They're bamboo socks. And a little, little, little uh-huh. zigzag. Zigzag action going on with me, but good. Uh, so we um, just finished up with our brand promise, and next up, I'd like to talk with you about our culture and, and specific um what our shared values are. And the first one to get us kicked off, which is uh, uh, the most important one that we have, which influenced the name of our company, is free will. And I'll go ahead and just read what we have up on the website if you go to our culture page up on the website. And that is we choose to make the right decisions. That's a loaded statement. We'll talk more about that in a second. (laughs) We we value the God-given ability to make conscious choices in the workplace and life Free will is the term we use to describe the awareness that we have con- have to consciously choose to make good decisions. At Free Will, we encourage each other to use our capacity to innovate when solving problems. Free will is summed up well by author Stephen Covey in three sentences. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space lies our freedom and power to choose our response. In those choices lie our growth and happiness. At any moment, we have the freedom to choose to make the right decision. This is often difficult, but it is key to helping each other and our clients succeed. Amen. The end. The end. And that's our podcast. Drop the mic. (laughs) Drop the mic. And of course, I had to put you up. uh, It's got your smiling face Uh, up here when we do that because it makes me think of you. Um, so what, what shall we start off with? We choose, let's, let's just, uh, talk about, um, I think this is a fundamental belief that you and I have, and it's, uh, that is we, we have one of the greatest gifts from God that we have is our ability to choose. And, uh, we just, uh, this is constantly a reminder to us that, that we have the capacity to choose. Yes. And as consultants, how, you know, that's so important. And uh, the way projects go on at Three Will and the nature of the work that we do, if we can't have people that make the right choices on their own, that that's just their um, kind of standard way of operating, then, you know, we can't survive as a company, I think. I don't think we can function well as a company. And... um, so at the end of the day, we're looking for people that really value that ability to make their own decisions and choose and not be kind of forced to a scripted path of, I don't have to engage my mind or heart into what I do. And um, as consultants, it comes across um, as genuine if you can tell it's coming from the individual and not something that they're blindly doing. And it comes across as caring. And mm-hmm. so people that are engaged and they make the choice on their own. And I'm not saying where they, that there's no, quote, structure to make sure we do things right and repeatedly. You know, we continue to use the agile process. We continue to estimate the same way. We continue to track things the same way. But when it comes to there's a problem and I need to come up with a solution, I want to engage my mind and um, and and help my customer make good decisions. Mm-hmm. We have a um, very subjective society. Not to get all 
philosophical or anything, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like to say there's right and wrong decisions. Um, and you're say, we're, what we're saying in here is making the right decision. What makes a decision right versus wrong? Boy, we, we're going to get deep here. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm not sure you want me to go in that direction, but I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I think there is, I, I do believe there's gray area. And I, I think mm-hmm. the only way that you can arrive on a right decision is to do that in a collaborative way, mm-hmm. in a contextual way with your customer. So one decision that might be right for customer A might not be right for customer B. And so you can't make an absolute truth of this is always the right way to do it. Um, I think there's technical things that you can look at best practices. Um, You can look at things from a a knowledge standpoint that you just have to do it this way. But when it comes to providing a solution that has a human interaction component to it, um, and th- there's things to consider there that um, will make a judgment on if it's the right or the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and you typically see you have options, and we always talk about three things in three. A lot of times you'll see we provide in cases that we're not sure what to do for the customer, we give them three options. And each of those options have a right part of it and a wrong part of it. And um, it has to be overlaid into that customer situation. And we try to anticipate what is best, but we involve the customer so we can confirm we're making solid decisions for them. I love bragging on you. This is something you do so well, which is, and part of this is, is actually making a decision and moving forward with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time you don't, you don't kick the can down the street. Right. You don't say it's, oh, oh we'll, just, we'll just hope this thing goes away. And I think that's an important part of this as well as once you get together to make a decision on something and decide what is right and do that in a collaborative way, you act on it. I mean, you have to take, you bring it, you raise it up to the right people. You try to get the right folks involved in it and you don't ignore reality as well. Yeah. And, and, and if you, you know, approach a situation where you are collaborative with your customer and you give options and you recommend you know, you, you want to be part of the solution, like I said before, not, not part, of the, part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as you know, that that journey that you take, um, you want to come in with a proposed solution, but not forcing people down a path that maybe there's better options. So people like to know, you know, what are my options? And then what would be, in your opinion, the best option for me? Um, people like that. They like to have some choice, but also have some guidance and expertise to say, you know, what do you think is best? Um, and they can always override. But you can get in situations where, you know, say the customer doesn't decide. And, you know, in a consultative way, no decision is a decision. And you have to, you know, take a default path that says, if we don't have a decision, this is the way we go. And I think that's helpful for our customers, especially when they're in situations where, they don't have the time to decide, but they have to make that forward-moving progress. And, um, you know, that um, is important. And, and if you get to learn to know what is important to your customer and build that relationship with them, then you can more often pick things for them on their behalf and know when I need to bring something up to them to make that decision. Because 
Now, we get into decision fatigue with the things that we do in our day-to-day life. And so you don't want to come in and, with three options for everything that you have to, to work on. You, you only decide to do that when you think it's critical to, to get the customer involved. Yep. I, I can think of a, you know, there's an example of, of something going on right now where, you know, you're having to decide on whether to stop on a product. I, mean, I don't want to, you know, obviously leave all the details out of it, but you're having to make a very difficult decision and try to make the right decision for everyone involved. And and I, I'm looking here at our statements and, and sometimes a lot of times these decisions are, are difficult to make. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's, um, you know, it, it, it speaks to your value, um, you know, because at the end of the day, if we stop on this project this Friday and don't, um, you know, work on the project starting Monday of next week, um, that means lost revenue for us. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we see that if a decision isn't being made, then we can't serve the customer and spend their money wisely. So we don't want to spend that money until the decision is made. And it creates the, the right amount of tension that um, the right thing occurs. Um, but, you know, you, you hate to go to that point because it, um, it is a financial decision to make. But we realize that, you know, making those hard decisions that sometimes in the short term hurt, in the long term, you know, uh, make our customers happy that we put them in mind and really put them first that you know it's important that we do the right thing and mm-hmm. and it's fair you know not putting them first where we lose but putting them first so that um, at the end of the day you know, we're successful with them mm-hmm. i kind of uh last couple year or so kind of miss our original tagline which was choose to succeed oh i i don't think I, it's gone i, I think it's there yeah, it's think, underlying it's there we just don't emphasize yeah. it but um i, I agree but it, it 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 harkens back to this you know what what i read from stephen covey which is you know our freedom and power to choose our response um Right. It, it's a it's a tagline to our culture, mm-hmm. and it does have an influence on the work that we do. And I think the whole work together better was, well, you say choose to succeed. Well, any company could say that. How does that speak to three? Well, I think it speaks to how we work with our customers in a consultative way, yeah. um, but it doesn't speak to the types of solutions we deliver. Um, so yeah, that's a struggle because that, that, you know, with a lot of the things that we thought about that have endured over time, these values being one of those things, um, it, it feels like it's there forever. And I think choose to succeed is there forever. I think mm-hmm. we, we embody that in the culture. We don't necessarily call it out on our business cards or on the website, um, but I, I think it's still there. I'm just happy we don't have to change the name of our company. I probably can stick with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything else to, to wrap this up, Tom? Um, I think the, the, the free will aspect is it's so important, and that's why it is in the name, um, that we want the people that are here at Three Will to choose to be here. Mm-hmm. That and we want to, and there's so many decisions that we make along the way that reinforce that that is our value. 
Um, so it, it's something that I hope continues to you know, endure and, and we continue to um, share that value and, and embody that value in the decisions that we make. I think that that's that's a great. I mean, part of creating this culture is attracting people who would want to be in this type of environment, and hearing that we're not a carrot and stick type of environment. That we're, you know, that uh, the the concept of sponsors, the concept of a lot of the things I think you brought from your culture, from WL Gore, and a lot of things mm -hmm. I picked up from Price Waterhouse. Uh, sort of lend itself to the type of environment that we're creating and we want to find the right people for that environment and having the right people we can deliver the right type of service to our clients yeah yep. awesome well we've got uh, we'll be going through our values so we've got some <laughs> hooray we have some uh, subjects for the next uh, for upcoming weeks and um, so we'll cover the next one next week and uh, thank you for taking the time to do this Tommy sure Danny Awesome. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.